And welcome to another episode of Dos and a Half Cinco's. This episode is number 25. As always, I'm your host, David. And I'm Stuart. The fuck was that? I don't know. David <laughs> sounded weird. I wanted to sound That's weird how he always too. sounds. That can't be. He always be. sounds fucking weird. <laughs> what, what are you, Boston now? From Boston? Oh, yeah. I thought we watched the gentleman. <laughs> fucking weird. He's always so fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's, maybe that's Brooklyn. Brooklyn style. And uh, with us is uh, Ben. Brooklyn Ben. Yep. Brooklyn, Brooklyn Bro- Ben. Bal- hey. No, hey, no it's what? Balrog Ben. Hey. Bada bing. I'm talking here. Well, speaking of uh, <laughs> of accents, I guess that really uh, ties right into our episode or our uh, movie of the week this week. The Gentleman. Uh, a lot of British accents and difficult language to understand but we'll get into that a little bit later um before we jump right into our box office rundown and some of the other fan favorites i've I've already heard um we can go straight into our second review of our review of the second episode of street sharks just diving shark bite just diving right in i guess yeah like a shark would street sharks Unlubricated, just dive. You can just jam it just in there. Jam it. Just raw shark. Slam it. jam it. <laughs> well, I, I don't want to. It's really fresh in my mind, so that's the reason why I want to talk about. It. So, um, we'll go ahead. We'll start with Stu, since Stu starts with an S, and so does Street Sharks. Okay. Wow. Okay. Thoughts <laughs> on episode two. <laughs> Uh well it I think the def, the production value definitely got step stepped up a little bit um uh, this this there wasn't like the the stupid like uh bad edits where there's like they're doing one thing and then suddenly the next scene there's another guy doing something completely different I think there might have been one or two instances of that I can't remember but um overall I just gotta say this 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 episode had a it delivered on the Jossums. And it delivered on the shark attacks. There were a lot of shark attack. Yeah, uh, they just leaned cries. really into that. That was a lot. Yeah. How else do you expect this show to be, Ben? Like, if you don't just lean into the, it's just like we're just gonna treat them like any other superhero TV show. We're just gonna ignore the fact that they're sharks. But I mean, this is kind of what I was expecting. Yeah, yeah it's I, also probably I, part of their downfall too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, every time, just like yeah, shark attack, woo, jawsome. And they just go, they just roll up with it, you know. They just they just. I think they probably puns. had, they they probably had to pay a lot of money to be able to use those those uh, catchphrases, and so they're like, if we don't use it in this episode, it's like we're giving money away. <laughs> so anytime that they can kick down a door and then yell the word shark attack, we need to do that. I need you guys to add that in there. I think they own the rights to uh, shark attack. And then also they own the rights to um, chewing through things that cannot be chewed through. <laughs> or asking for what did what did he ask for when he chewed through like all that the after they escaped and then he was like eating something and he said oh do you have oh do you have hot sauce was that what he was asking when they were eating the guy's TV? Yeah, maybe. And then they something I don't remember. So they also like must have. That must be the shark part of their brain that was like, this thing makes me angry. Let me eat it. Um, 
but they're the perfect animal because they can resist uh, diseases. Except for I, uh, this was my one of my favorite moments from this episode was when he was talking about how great sharks were. And he's like, oh, the perfect predator, and they're all I have to do is get them to um, obey me, and the only thing that's left, they if it wasn't for their dying loyalty to their friends <laughs> i was like dear god it's just uh, it kind of reminded me of like robot chicken all over again from like the star wars episode you mean this oh you mean the, upper the palpatine, palpatine. Yeah. uh-huh <laughs> your faith in your friends yours. your friends is your faith in your mama um still favorite moment um my favorite moment was when they broke out in the beginning of the they they were they were captured in in episode one and then they were they were breaking out of the dr paradigm's little fortress there or whatever laboratory whatever it was fortress lab and uh they run outside and oh no there's tanks and (laughs) and then what do we what do we do about the tanks uh, I know I'll uppercut one of them and it'll just flip over and then I'll grab one and suplex it and it'll fall in, into pieces. Uh, I think that was my favorite part. Okay. Uh, ben, what, what were your thoughts on this episode? Well. All right. Thanks, Ben. Awesome. <laughs> All right. We're going to move on to, ben, to Ben's thoughts. You know, I, I I I don't really remember a lot about the show. I don't even remember who the main bad guys were. But what the the main the Baldo dude, he, <laughs> I mean Doctor Paradigm, Doctor Paradigm. He, he, he by the end of this by the end of this like uh, the series that we're gonna be running this for, Ben better know at least the bad guy's name. At least know Doctor. I don't know anyone for the love of God. Uh, Mr. Clean was wearing the eye patch. Why is this and, eye patch uh, made out of metal? Why not? It makes him more menacing. Okay, so this guy's a uh, supposedly a college professor, and he looks like a supervillain already, running around in his trench coat and his turtleneck and his stupid metal eye patch. Not only that, but he has a helicopter that looks like a shark or something for some odd that reason. Shoots that shoots lasers. That shoots lasers. That shoots lasers. That shoots yep. lasers. So he already looks like a fucking supervillain. But then at, by the end of this episode, I, I was like, there's no way like we could top this. He turns into a fucking piranha. Now he looks even more super villainish. Do you guys feel like there was either a missed opportunity or maybe there was a copyright thing that was holding them back? The reason why instead of, I think they called him what? He's not Dr. Paradigm anymore. He's Dr. Like a piranha, per, per, piranha dome or something. And I'm like, I thought it was going to be, I thought it was going to be. Piranha Dime. I, I wrote this down because it sounded like it was like us trying to write that line on the fly. Because <laughs> they're he, like, quick, come up he, with a name. He was, he was trying to say like Piranha and Paradigm, and he came up with Piranoid. Which <laughs> oh, he, that's like, what he, it is. So then he took a third word, Paranoid, and just kind of smashed it in there also. <laughs> which, which very much sounds Her. like something like. I would do, or David would do, or any of us would do. <laughs> they literally were just in the middle of the episode, and they were they were writing, they were drawing it, and they were writing it. They're like, "All right, we're gonna try this new, this new technique. It's called animate 
while you're live like, animation. Live animation. We're airing this episode like, live. You need to come up with the line on the spot. Improv animation. Here we go. And then all of a sudden at the very end, they're like, we need a name. We just realized we left it empty because we thought we'd be able to come up with a name. What do you got? Uh, uh, paranoid. Paranoid. You can hear the stuttering. It's almost like the voice actor was standing by at the station. Just like you can see him with his hands up in the air looking at the at the uh, the control, the control room going, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> what name? And then someone walks in, opens the door, and it has the light on top. It says on the air. Hands him a piece of paper, and he goes, what the hell is this? <laughs> Shut up. Just say it. Because you could... <laughs> I... Perron... Nod. Noid. Okay, wait. Can you guys that, remind me of something? Like, at the beginning of the episode, they were about to get autopsied or something, right? Yeah, they were going to yeah. slice him up, and then she comes in and saves the day. All right, so... They were... They got saved, and then they strapped Dr. Um, Paranoid. Par- they, <laughs> they strapped Dr. Paranoid to... <laughs> that one's also wrong. God damn Bald guy. He wasn't, he wasn't <laughs> paranoid yet. He was still Dr. Paradigm. <laughs> Who names him It's going to be so hard saying it, because I swear to God, this was a missed opportunity. They said it, call them Paranodyne. I really don't understand why that wasn't the first thing that came to mind. That means there's a class at that college that has their professor's Dr. Paradigm. Like, I failed Dr. Paradigm's final. Like, wow, what an, what an idiot. Compilers. <laughs> Compilers. <with> Dr. <laughs> paradigm. <laughs> paradigm. This whole class is a paradigm. <laughs> this whole par- class is a paradox. I was thinking paradox. <laughs> Wait, were they about to kill him? At the beginning? Yes. They, they mm-hmm. literally were just like strapping. It was like, yeah, we're going to kill you, bro. They've had so many opportunities. They're like, man, we've made them way too strong, but we need to at least stretch this out to 25 or so Why episodes or else him? we won't even have a series. Yeah. Well, no, that, that would end Be- the series. Because they got 38 more episodes to make. <laughs> that they got approved for 38 more episodes. This would be too easy, Ben. <laughs> they um, eat everything but- else except the humans. Uh, 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 they don't eat everything else because when they were asked what they were because they were hungry and they were asking for like oh can I eat this with hot sauce I don't know what he was eating I think he was eating like a cardboard or something and they're like oh what do you guys want to eat pizza and I was like oh here's their opportunity but then of course they said no because that would make them yeah that would make them mutant ninja turtles yeah and they I think they own that uh, <laughs> the pizza so a- they animals, got burgers and animals who uh, eat human food. I think that's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles property. <laughs> oh, just any human food in general. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so they had already cornered the market market on eating asphalt and other yeah. inanimate objects. Yeah. But they tried to turn this way. That way they're like street sharks, but they're technically still kids. But at the same time, they how do they still how are they still wearing all the same clothes? I don't know. I don't know. Why are you questioning that? It, how, how else are they supposed to sell merchandise? That's true. All right. I think cue the second where I got to look up Street Shark merchandise. <laughs> I actually had the toy of the bad guy with the drill horn. I thought you were about to say Paradigm. Yeah, I was like, like, you <laughs> can't yeah, even not, not say piranha, the freaking not, name. Not Paranoid. Paranoid. <laughs> Paradigm. <laughs> oh, 
dude, you can still buy the shirts. <laughs> do it. There's a shirt that says Jossum. Nice. Is it is it on a the original Ripster? Streetsharks.com oh. is that where it is? I, I just googled Street Sharks merch and tons of stuff keep coming up. Vintage Mattel Street Sharks Ripster action figure for twenty four ninety nine. Oh man, these things look like oh they have the entire set. Hundred and fifty bucks. What the? Nineteen ninety five sealed Street Sharks party hats and napkins. <laughs> what? Okay. All right. So we're going down a rabbit hole. All right. Um a shark hole. Any other any other thoughts on this episode besides this was definitely a step up from episode 1? Um I look forward to finding out what happens to them now that they're inside the collider. Spoiler alert. Not really spoiler alert, but all right. Uh did anyone catch the almost crossover opportunity for Mighty Ducks? No, what was that? The their little secret underground Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle hideout was underneath, oh, underneath a hockey it. rink. Oh. oh, wait, is Street Sharks Disney property? Uh, probably not. I think that's public domain. <laughs> there's dude. There's three seasons of Street Sharks. Street Sharks. God, three seasons, forty episodes. Holy related sh- related to extreme dinosaurs. Does that mean we're going to be watching this for the next year? <laughs> that literally is like 40 weeks. <laughs> well, strap in, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> this 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 uh, this part is not going away. Keep your hands and fins inside the ride at all <laughs> times. All right, this is the last time we're doing this. Now that Ben's dropped it i felt like they tried to drop in every single like shark related thing or anything about fish in the first place i was just like wow that is a lot of fish references how do they even have any more oh wait season one's only three episodes wait really is that the pilot season (laughs) yeah season one episode one shark bait number two shark bite episode three shark storm and then they go another... Wait, why did they separate like this? Episode f- one of season two aired s- a week after season one, episode three. Who... Did they get canceled and picked up again? Maybe. I, <laughs> I like, immediately? <laughs> I have no clue. And then that season two aired for 13 episodes. <clears throat> and then season three was 27 episodes. And it ends with a final cliffhanger, Sharkpocalypse Now. Wow. Wow. That that was very good. Don't don't spoil it for us. Well, I didn't read any of the things. I just said that's what we have to look forward to. But if there's ever... If there's ever a trivia, all you would have... And they asked you how many... How many many seasons of Street Shark are there? How many street shark? How many episodes of Street Sharks are there? The answer is forty. Okay. Is this the championship round? <laughs> yes, for for all of our our listeners out there, if you ever caught in a situation where you need more Street Shark knowledge, you heard it here first. Number of episodes in their entire discography, videography, catalog, catalog. That is this word. Forty episodes. Season one was only three. Season two was thirteen, and the last season was twenty-seven episodes. And if there's a qu- uh, there's a trick question, 
How many episodes have the word sharks in them? The answer is all of them. 40, 43, 40. 43 episodes. Wait, there's only 40 episodes? <laughs> well, it's the three that, that ended up, uh, they didn't make the cut. Wait, there was a direct-to-film feature film of Street Sharks with all season one episodes that were combined into one title. Oh, that's what it was. They didn't make the bite? Street Sharks. Awesome. <laughs> That's a okay, good, that well, was a pretty that good was, sound effect. You're welcome. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Street Sharks. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was your Street Shark 10 minute. I want to say Street Shark minute, but clearly that is we are way past that. Um, so besides Street Sharks um, and our movie of the week. The gentleman. Um, I also wanted to uh, thank you guys for um, for us uh, to do the uh, episode twenty four and being able to dedicate it to uh, to uh, the late and great Kobe Bryant. Are you trying to make me cry again? God damn. Yes. Man. Well, I take you on a high and then I take you on a low. Wow. Wait, the high this was is, this was Street Sharks. <laughs> <laughs> that, I thought that was the low. That's what we're comparing anything to. That's the pinnacle of this. <laughs> That didn't make you guys happy? No, it made me, um... Fuck, I can't think of a, a shark pun to go along with this. Uh, <laughs> it made him chum. I don't know. Uh, well, I, I will say there's another piece of Street Shark uh, tidbit uh, trivia. Later in 1996, the Street Sharks teamed up with the Dino Avengers, and the show became the Dino Avengers re- featuring Street Sharks. Dino Avengers was a separate show? Yes. Is this your? I, I was. Is, is this your like lore thing? Like, is this what Kingdom Hearts <laughs> is to me? <laughs> <laughs> you just know all the Street Sharks lore. No, I just took it off of Wikipedia. I really can't. And now it's committed to your memory. Up so. oh, forever. Yeah, this is replacing something really important. <laughs> yep. Up. Oh. My first child, my first, my first steps. I don't remember them anymore, but I remember. Wait, does anyone forty episodes? (laughs) Well, if if you're like David, you didn't walk till you're like fourteen. Hey, 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 it's because I fell all the time. Um, but yeah, besides uh, movie of the week this week and uh, Street Sharks, what else have you been catching up on, uh, Ben? Uh, so there are two shows I've been trying to catch up on, but still, still getting through them. Uh, the good place, the final few episodes are out now and I have to watch it before the spoilers come out and Bojack Horseman, the final episodes are out. Oh my God. There's so many good shows going on. Holy shit. I don't know if I can do this along with street sharks. So you're going to drop everything else for street sharks, right? No comment. (laughs) That's a yes. All right. What about you, Stu? Um, well, I finished watching uh, The Witcher. Uh, Ooh. So that was fun. What are uh, your thoughts on it? Uh, I, I liked it. I, I I think I got ahead of the game because um, I think Darren told me about how, like, it starts out of order and blah, blah, blah. Why did he say that? So man. I was like, what? Why did he say that? Finish your thought, Ben. Why did he say that? I don't know. Uh. That was like one of the fun parts. To help, to help me. No, <laughs> no, figure that shit on your own. You're a grown ass man. To help my small, feeble mind. <laughs> yeah, go Google it like everybody else did. But yeah, it was fun. I liked it. 
it was good. I can't wait for next season. Uh, I also have was um, having fun listening to David Eats Food ASMR <laughs> while I've been editing a couple episodes. I learned the, from the best. And uh, I it, one of them is pretty funny because it's like, you know you're doing it. You know it's making noise. And you're trying to like be quiet, like be quiet about it, but it's like super not quiet. Like <laughs> it's like you're eating like very like slowly, but like like oh, did someone hear me? And then like stop opening the bag of chips. Yeah, <laughs> um, so that was fun. <laughs> opening a bag of candy in the movie theater yeah. during a movie like yeah. The Quiet Place. Yeah, extremely slowly. <laughs> Okay. Was that one Family Guy where it was like Anne Frank in the attic? Uh, he's eating potato chips. Yeah. <laughs> you guys want one? Uh, for me, I finally finished uh, Silicon Valley. Um, yeah, I didn't know that that was going to be the last episode ever. I didn't know that they didn't get renewed. So that was a huge shock to me after finished watching. I was like, wait, why does this feel so final and then i looked it up and i got sad so but i, I enjoyed yeah i enjoyed the show a lot okay i'm really hoping that the rumors are true and that there's going to be a movie yeah you didn't like the show at all ben uh i think i stopped after the second season or third season i mm. i just stopped well, because well, it kind of uh i think it lost momentum because what's his face died after the first season oh the peter peter gregory the guy who played peter gregory yeah and they kind of lost like that whole whatever they had planned you know wait like Mm. the actor died yeah the actor died. yeah oh because i really enjoyed the first season a lot he's like it was such a bummer because they dedicated the season to him and it was really down yeah it kind of was i mean what was it i I really like that david are you eating David. <laughs> I'm like extremely sensitive to it now. Whenever. <laughs> so like you're way too quiet. You must be eating something. <laughs> I, th- I thought I heard like a little. I ate a piece of chocolate. <laughs> So that pretty much does it for our week. We'll go ahead and jump straight into this week's uh, box office rundown. Number one at the top of the uh, box office for the third straight week is Bad Boys for Life with $17.6 million. Number two is 19 and 17 with 9.4. Did you say Doolittle. 19 and 17? 19, 17. And 17, yep. 19, 19 and 17. 21917. <laughs> Number two, uh, <laughs> uh, Doolittle comes in at number three with seven point five million. Wow. Gretel and Hansel, uh, six point one million at four and number four. Jumanji: The Next Level stays at number five with six million. The Gentleman, our movie of this week, um, has dropped from four to six. Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker is holding on to the number seven spot with three million. Little Women. Uh, the Oscar-nominated uh, film, three million as well. Uh, the Turning, 
uh, moved down from number six to number t nine. And we have a newcomer to the top 10, the rhythm section with 2.7. Um, just edging out of the top 10 or previously in the top 10 is uh, Knives Out and Just Mercy. Um, guys, any anything interesting at all to you guys at all? Star Wars is still in theaters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that Disney? It is gross. 500, yeah, 570. All right, go ahead, Ben. What? What? It's not rated R. Staying power for the mouth. No, I was just going to say that movie sucked ass. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm, uh, I'm kind of excited about... Because um, I, I do want to see it, whether we make it a movie of the week or whatever. I'd probably go see it anyways. Uh, Gretel and Hansel. Yeah. That looks pretty interesting. It does, David, right? It's a, like that creepy atmosphere, you know? Like anything yeah. can pop out out of nowhere, you know? You know, David? What? What? <laughs> what? What? So, uh, yeah, so stay tuned for, those for our right. movie of so next this week. week. We're going to be watching Doolittle <laughs> with uh, Robert Downey Jr. For those playing at home, uh, David's a big scaredy cat. He doesn't like He doesn't like scary movies or scary oh. anything. Yes. I I will hold down the fort on every other movie except for that. Yeah, What's Angry Birds 2, Abominable. Hey, I got to make sure that people get what they want. Arctic they Dogs. Know. They want Little Women. Okay, cool. I watch that too. <laughs> um, all right, screw it. All right, that's our movie for this week. Wait. Little Women? Well, it was either going to be Gretel and Hansel or we were going to watch the Fantas... What was it called? Birds of Prey? Yeah. yeah it's a tough that call. One. Birds of Prey will still be there. That's true. Hansel and Gretel might not be there right next week. Or m nobody may, may care at that point. Right. I mean, I am I'm I would like to see Gretel and Hansel, but I will also see Birds of Prey if that's what we choose. I have a Gretel. I'm more interested in Birds of Prey. Gretel and Hansel. Of course you are. I think... Yeah, well, it's Margot Robbie. Yeah, but you're also a, a big puss. So <laughs> don't worry about that part. I want to see Margot Robbie. And I think we got vetoed this this week because we we also said we wanted to see Gretel and Hansel last week. So Ooh, uh, did we say that? Yeah, we did. And uh, no, and then we got vetoed for the gentleman. Now, uh, yeah, no, the that other one was uh, the color something something. Oh, the color outer space. Color, color. outer space. Yeah, we, we we decided either color outer space, Gretel and Hansel, or the gentleman. So uh, it's either going to be. Did we really? Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, I think we did. <laughs> uh, as an impartial third party, I'm going to agree with Ben. You're not impartial. <laughs> You're never impartial. I, I have to agree with this impartial man. <laughs> this outside consultant. <laughs> I've been here for all of the episodes. He's never been impartial. <laughs> I, I have to agree with impartial Tron over here. Oh, God. <laughs> no, you got to give a better name since we had uh, Piranha Don. Impartial Tron. Im impartial Don. That, impartial that, that's Tron. too good. Impartial Meister. Impart okay, fine. Impartial Ron. I'm just no, more wait. upset about the fact that it's not Hansel and Gretel. Why is it not Hansel and Gretel? Why is it backwards? Are you gonna already? Are you pre-docking it points right now? Yes. Wow. 
Oh, is it because it's alphabetical order? Because it's... I don't even know. Maybe, the okay. Han- maybe Hansel and Gretel is like a... Is is a is owned in that order. <laughs> but Gretel and Hansel's fine? Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be mad or, ups- or happy if I hear uh, them say it. It's Gretel actually, and Hansel. Actually, the original uh, German folklore of the story is actually Gretel and Hansel. It's not Hansel and Gretel. That was... Uh, adapted to U.S. Uh, storytelling. <laughs> David, are you eating again? <laughs> no, I'm just using the same wrapper. Oh. That's all I heard. Wait, was that real or are you just bullshitting? Yes. You're not allowed to bullshit. You're impartial, <laughs> Tron. Uh, yeah, so if I'm impartial, Tron, what I said must have been true then. <laughs> Dear God, okay. All right, uh, we're going to move on. Uh, we're going to jump right into our movie of the week this week. Um, it just seems like uh, the box office rundown is you know, it's not very much surprises in there. Uh, nothing really big, but I'm, I'm sure we'll see a big spike from Birds of Prey. Um, I don't remember if we talked about it before, but Bad Boys for Life, the what was their uh, production budget? How much was it for their... Was it like 150 mil? Ooh. Oh, 90, $90 million. Sorry. So they've uh, grossed $151 million domestically. So, yeah. Uh, a little bit of... Uh, a little bit more than, than uh, I'm sure most people would have thought after that first weekend was a little bit slower than normal. All right. Uh, we're going to jump right in. Ben, what do you got for us for The Gentleman? Oh, in terms of the synopsis, or what were we doing? What are we doing? The synopsis. Oh, okay. What? Is this your first time on the how show? Many, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, how many weeks? Wait, oh, man, I, bring, I bring real Ben back. Okay, here, okay here, here's my prepared statement for the gentleman. You you are one fucking kiki cunt, man. I swear I'm going to wreck you. I swear to me mom's life. You want to scared a little bitch, get your mom's to send me text messages saying you don't cuss me. Some big bass with muscles, y'all. You fucking sad, mate. Really, just shows that you're scared of a little boy. That's what you are. This is all crap you mate sent me about some bodybuilder website and one of your favorite places. Look at a little men. You fucking little gay boy following me. You dot balls, cheeky prick. I see you. Step up, bruv. <laughs> Was that the lyrics from the from the song? I think yeah. that's from. No. Is that uh, <laughs> is that Brad Pitt in that one movie? <laughs> was it Crank? <laughs> Crank. Or, what is it? Snatch. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Snatch. What was it? Snatch. That's what I meant. <laughs> one of those weird one-word movie titles. No, no, it was, it was absolutely nonsense. <laughs> oh, okay. Did you uh, actually read a list of words, or are you just naming words off the top of your head? You uh, just googled British slang and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it. How come you didn't say Bob's your uncle? Ah, oh, fuck. I didn't hear you say bollocks in there one time. No, this is like... Or bloody, bloody, bloody hell. Or cheeky. Cheeky's yeah, cheeky a good one. Cheeky bastard. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is like pretty much all the dialogue in the movie, right? Well, by the That's kids. True. By the kids. <clears throat> That's true. I couldn't understand half of it. <laughs> But the rap song was really cool. Oh, that actually was. Actually, it's like, well, yeah, that's spoiler. It's ah. actually an official release song. Yeah, it's actually really good. Ah. All right, so uh, since Ben gave us that, I think that was in that was the Cockney, dictionary, the Cockney uh, <laughs> slang, uh, rhyming scheme version of the <clears throat> synopsis. So yeah, the, uh, a uh, haiku. 
uh, by uh, somebody who speaks Cockney English. <laughs> a, the British haiku has like 48 syllables in the, <laughs> in the first line, and 32 in the second line, and 115 in the third line. And then it loops back to number one. Yep. Uh, the name of the song that they were singing in that, um, that like their theme song is called Boxes of Bush. I did like that song. Boxes of Bush? Mm-hmm. It's badass. It's by, um, by that a sounds British like a, rapper named... That sounds like a very British title for a <laughs> rap song. <laughs> Boxes of Bush? <laughs> by Boxy Malone. Wow. Like, Boxes of Bush is probably like slang for like stacks of weed. cash or like or i thought it was weed or lots tons of hose or containers or something like of that. tea yeah they do they do like tea so they probably rap about yeah. tea a yeah. lot that's what bush is it's tea oh, is it yeah no no, <laughs> no. <laughs> i don't know it could be a brand of tea you could have fooled me do thoughts i enjoyed it it was very fun it was a i like i like the way they told the story they told the story the whole like little narrative like storytelling thing he was doing uh what's his name hugh grant was doing which mm-hmm. i didn't realize i don't know if that's his real accent or if he has like a more toned down accent either way it was enjoyable to listen to i like listening to the accents a lot so this movie was very fun for me mm-hmm. um even including matthew mcconaughey's uh but uh yeah it was i like it was fun i like it uh great great job by the entire cast I don't know why it is, but you mentioned Matthew McConaughey. Um, every time I've seen him since the Lincoln commercials, every time he talks, I cannot get that out of my head. The, just, I, I like gotta go. I gotta go buy a Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, I keep, I keep thinking that instead of like him rolling up to like a, like all the cars in this movie were all Mercedes, but I feel like he's just gonna walk out and it's like a Lincoln MKZ. Or all, right, MKZ all right, all right, all right. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then he's like selling wild turkey. Does he do wild turkey commercials also? <laughs> yes. Jesus. Oh, man, he's diversified. I know. <laughs> Wait, is it wild turkey? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Hang on. Quick, quick McConaughey check. 2020. Say Australia. This is yeah. your McConaughey. Minute. Matthew McConaughey and wild turkey. Yep. This has been your Matthew McConaughey status update. Yeah, so this episode has been filled with lots of different trivia bites. We're going to be posting a test later on. What? <laughs> What did we talk about in episode 25? Because <laughs> I, I don't know. And I was there. That's true, huh? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is, but when he, yeah, when he talks, I just can't stop thinking that it's going to be a, a Lincoln commercial. So they got you. They got you. They hooked you. Hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> Joke's on them. I can't afford a Lincoln. <laughs> uh, you can get a used, certified, pre-owned. Maybe this next commercial. Maybe after they hear this episode, they're like, guys we got to get Matthew McConaughey back in for a, a certified pre-owned commercial. I can't also afford one of those either. They're not that expensive. Well, this podcast makes me $0, so I can't afford it on this podcast money. Yeah, maybe because so... you're not promoting it inside of a Lincoln. Ah, yeah. you got it. This episode was recorded inside of a Lincoln Navigator. Can you hear those acoustics? They are fantastic. We're actually rolling at 60 miles an hour on the freeway. You can't hear a thing. How about these cool vented seats? <laughs> these vented seats are fantastic. I feel like I could sit in this car and record this podcast the entire way from here to LA. That's a four and a half hour. That's a four hour drive. 
And you know the best way I enjoy these long car rides is with a glass of wild turkey. Wild wow. tr- nope, we can't drink in the car. That's illegal. Um, <laughs> wild cherry Pepsi. Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> this has been your Lincoln Navigator moment. Wild cherry Pepsi Ch- partnership. Chase your wild cherry turkey. Tur- <laughs> So, yeah, that was, like, the one thing I just couldn't get out of my mind, especially from the very beginning, where they introduce the character, and he's, like, doing the voiceover, talking about it and stuff, and then all of a sudden, you, he gets in that, like, tries to be sultry or whatever, and I'm just like... He, uh, he doesn't have to try. All right, fine. He's steaming hot. <laughs> I made sure I sat away from everybody possible. <laughs> ben, what about you? What were your thoughts? Uh, so I, I did end up enjoying the movie. It, it took a little while for me to get kind of into it though. Uh, when it first started, I was kind of annoyed with some of the characters. It was just like, it felt like it was, it wasn't really going anywhere, you know? And it, it did take a little bit for it to pick up with me. But by the end, I, I, I did find myself enjoying it a lot. So I would say like a six or a seven out of 10. What about you, Stu? Wow. That's harsh. Ben is, ben is like the harshest raider of movies no, I'm on this not. podcast. No, no, I'm not. He's yeah, the harshest. No. I love movies. I love every movie. Every movie is great. He's the harshest. Every movie is I get... great. All right, let, we're, I don't want to. I don't want to go too far down a rabbit hole. But how do you describe the difference between your rating of Star Wars Episode Nine versus Dora the Explorer, and then this? Yeah, I love movies. Yeah, I mean, I love Dora. <laughs> I love movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My my best friend's a is a is a is a movie. <laughs> that totally makes it okay. Right. I could I could say that I have I have movie friends. <laughs> you know who says things like that? People who are movie biased. <laughs> Moviists. Not 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 like me and Impartial Tron they're, over they're there. Cis, we like cis movies. movies. <laughs> <Cis> trans. <laughs> Non-binary. Uh, I I gave it a I gave it a nine. What? I was gonna give it an eight. <laughs> I really liked it, so you can get you can get fucked, Ben. <laughs> you can go suck on an entire bottle of wild turkey, wild cherry Pepsi. Actually, you know what? No, David, oh, yeah. we're in the we're still in the Lincoln. You can't. Oh yeah, say I'm, sorry, that. I'm sorry. You know, you can write you can write in the smaller one. You can write in the aviator in the in the Lincoln sidecar. How do you guys know the so leading, much about leading, Lincoln's? <laughs> The leading mid-class, uh, mid-size class uh, SUV of the year for Motor Trend. It's got J.D. Power and Associates <laughs> awards for the past three years. For most like I can't do this. <laughs> fucking, fucking read the lines, David. <laughs> Wait, it pays how much? Make sure to get yourself into a Lincoln with 3.5% APR <laughs> financing. Is that is that a good APR? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but Lincoln's treating us really well. Oh, here's another bag of cash. Buy a Lincoln. Have you bought it yet? <laughs> You're Lord. driving it yet? We'll wait. Are you it's drinking fine. wild cherry turkey? Wild cherry turkey? <laughs> Dude, I think we just gave them a new idea. Hey, if... Hey, you heard it here first. It is February fifth, two thousand twenty. Wait, let me double check to make sure they didn't already do this. Pacific Standard Time. I am almost one hundred percent sure no one is selling wild cherry turkey, David. <laughs> <laughs> we'll corner the market. 
Wild turkey. Cherry. So yeah, uh, I guess uh, we'll just we're just gonna jump right into it. I guess at this point. All right, uh, we're gonna go in the spoiler zone. You can follow us I think in. You mean we're gonna drive right into it? <laughs> oh, it's just not really driving. Bring, it's, bring the car around. Bring the car around. We're gonna okay, whatever. Um, so if uh, if you guys want this movie to be spoiled for you, join us in the spoiler zone. If not, we'll catch you next week uh, when we will be reviewing Gretel and Hansel. Uh, that'll be our movie of the week. Sweet. Yep. We won. All right. We did we it. Are we inside, did it, Ben. Did what? Inside the spoiler zone. Oh. Spoiler zone. All right. We'll take you. Ben, how did you miss? How did? Yeah, <laughs> Ben, how did you miss this moment? What? What? Which moment? Our movie of the week is Gretel and Hansel. Yeah. You know what? I'm changing it to Hans and Franz. I think that's a different movie. Oh yes, it is. Wait, is the movie just about? Will Ferrell saying, oh my gosh, it's Hansel. He's so hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Um, but since we started with Ben, all right, Stu, we'll let you kick it off. Uh, what was it about this movie that made you really enjoy it tick- and gave it a nine? Tickled it? Tickled? Tickled me? About yeah, what, fa- what tickled your fancy? Uh, well, the one, well, like I mentioned, I really liked the way it was, they told, it was, the story was told where, uh, Hugh Grant's character is is kind of like at uh, Charlie Hunnam's house and uh, and just like, you know, kind of regaling him of his whole like master plan to get all this money. Um, and then, you know, kept cutting back and forth. Um, so I like that. That was one thing I liked. Although I do kind of I while I do agree with Ben, it, it did t- take a little time for it to kind of get going. Um, I wasn't going to dock it like three or four points for that. Um, but, uh, the other thing I liked, uh, is just like all the, the cast was very good. Charlie Hunnam, Matthew McConaughey, uh, Colin Farrell, um, Hugh Grant, um, you know, they were all great. Um, and, uh, I think, you know, I just like hearing people talk in accents and use their slang. (laughs) So even though you couldn't understand, I couldn't understand them after a certain point. Yeah. That's that's half the fun. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, what was your favorite moment? I think my favorite moment uh, in the movie was when um, either when uh, Colin Farrell was like, you first kind of like see, meet his character, the coach, and uh, he's like in that I don't know what sandwich shop or f- chips chip store, whatever whatever they have in England. <laughs> I think it was yeah. I think you're right. Chip, chip store. Chip I think shop. He was buying fish and chips. Um, and he just like, he's just like beating the shit out of, or not beating the shit, but like, it was like teaching them a lesson. Yeah. Teaching them a lesson. He's coaching them. He's, you know, he's coaching them. So he's that, coach. What? What, what, what kind of accent was that, David? I have no freaking clue. <laughs> just let it go. He's Why couldn't you just let it go? It's a coach. <laughs> he's a coach. Eh? Mario, if you were British. <laughs> <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That shouldn't have happened. <laughs> Uh, All right, keep going. Uh, yeah, was that one or like um, I guess the more intense scene was when um, Matthew McConaughey was kind of breaking it down to the other guy towards the end about like what what was gonna happen with like the money and and the stuff and like you know because they try to like backstab him and all that stuff. Mm. He's telling he's telling him like oh I don't I'm not per- I don't get personal about the money. Um, that whole that whole uh, scene was pretty cool. Uh, what about you, Ben? 
What was uh? Why why did you give it a seven? Or a six? Well, after listening to Stu, I don't know. Like uh, he he does bring up some good points. <laughs> five. <laughs> Damn it! You, got my <laughs> you giant f- fuck! <laughs> no, I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because you we already know everything about you. Yeah. yeah, Ben's gonna lower his score to a four now. Yeah. And we can move on. David, what did you think your favorite? <laughs> I think one of my favorites is we see Hugh Grant in this uh, very typical role is that he's always like this like love interest or he's always in like a romantic movie. So getting him to see him play another like kind of like a like a gangster almost like, yes, I guess he's, he plays like a, a tabloid reporter um, who's just trying to get his piece of the pie and all that stuff. Kind of getting a chance to be able to see him do that. Um, kind of reminded me, I don't know if you guys watched the movie Mickey Blue Eyes back in like the 90s. Nope. Nope. Oh, okay. Well, I, I know that my dad really enjoyed that. It was him just trying to, he falls in love with this girl and then um, he meets the family and then realizes that her family is like a gangster family, like a it's a mob family. And so like he like tries to blend in and it's like they gave him the nickname Mickey Blue Eyes and that's why the name of the movie. So getting to see him kind of do that and then also seeing the the story getting told at the same time i really like that kind of um aspect i thought the pacing was pretty decent and then i felt like the the twist at the very end was fantastic i was like really not expecting that so but i think the only thing i wanted to get figured out or clarified through you guys was what was the last words that matthew mcconaughey says to his wife when before she closes the door she goes, oh, we have Fletcher. And then he says something. I didn't understand it. What did he say? It was probably some British slang or something. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, <laughs> I can't Bob, remember. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. What does that mean? What did what he say? <laughs> oh, actually, there there was also another part I didn't really understand. Uh, who was the guy in the car that um, Henry Golding went, or sorry, what's his name? Uh Shit, I can't remember his name in the McConaughey. No, not McConaughey. Uh, the, uh, Henry Golding, the Jewish guy. No, no, no. Um, slut. Crap. I oh, the Asian guy. I can't remember his. Oh, dry eye. Dry eye. Oh, dry eye. Hen- yeah, Henry something. Henry something. Golding. Um, he he goes up to someone in the in the car during the funeral, and he's like, uh, I. He said it was his uncle, but they never showed who the uncle was, right? Or am I misremembering this? I thought his uncle was Uncle George. Uncle George. Well. He was at the funeral for Uncle George, though, right? Oh, so I, I was—that's why I was confused. I was like, "Who? Who is he talking to?" But I don't know. It might have—it might have been the the Jewish guy, because they oh, were the ones who were Matt. in cahoots. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's what I was thinking too. But I—I—I I, I just found it kind of weird that he speaks to him and specifically says "uncle," you know. So I was just like, "Oh, okay." Oh, did uncle. He, did he uncle? Uncle. <laughs> you are my uncle. Sorry, I, I got derailed. Um. Wouldn't it be the first time. Yep. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed seeing Colin Farrell's character. Um, it was just like he's like this. So the title usually tells you a little bit about the movie. Who is the gentleman in this movie? Is it Matthew McConaughey or is it well, Colin Farrell? It's not the gentleman. It's the gentleman, isn't it? Like multiple. They're all gentlemen. I see. Yeah, we definitely really enjoyed seeing uh, all of them uh, kind of just, like, have their own, like, code of honor and how they do things, and then just kind of, like, letting those things kind of play out. So I thought that was a really interesting thing to see. 
for sure. It was also good to see Charlie Hunnam talking his uh, native accent rather than in Sons of Anarchy when he was pretending, pretending to be a biker. For some reason, I kept thinking that we were gonna see we were gonna see uh, Conor McGregor in this movie for for un- some inexplicable reason because he's yeah, Irish. <laughs> yep, that's that's the explicable reason. <laughs> um, but yeah, or proper twelve. Oh, okay. Uh, we can't we can't be we can't be hawking or slinging wild turkey and uh, proper number twelve. They don't know that we're inside the spoiler zone. <laughs> what happens in the spoiler zone stays in the spoiler zone, unless it's a sponsorship from Proper 12 <laughs> or Wild Turkey. Or Lincoln. Or Wild Cherry, whatever. Wild Cherry Pepsi. Wild, wild Cherry Turkey. <laughs> wild Cherry Turkey. Uh, before, uh, what did Ben, before we, uh, <laughs> what did Ben, what did you got it. say? Yes. All right, that works. <laughs> I'll count that. Before David kind of like, took the bit and ran with it <laughs> wait, wait what 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 wait wait why you want wait you want me to say something sure oh okay well <laughs> like i said you know it, it did take a little time for it to ramp up for me uh the matthew Mc, or not matthew mcconaughey's character um shit uh dr hugh, paranoid hugh grant hugh grant's character he was uh I don't know. He wasn't very likable. I mean, th- I, I get that's like his whole thing, you know, him being unlikable and being a little bitch, you know? Yeah. But he was supposed <laughs> to be not likable. Yeah. He, but he was like the only character you really got any interaction with other than Charlie Hunnam's character. And he oh, like was kind of like a stone slate at the beginning. You know, you, you didn't really know anything about him other than that. He was ticked off that Hugh Grant was in his house. So those were the only characters you really got to know other than, yeah, Matthew McConaughey, and he didn't really have much of a character at the beginning either. So for a large portion of the beginning, it was just like kind of going through these motions of like, oh, here are these characters, but you don't know much about them. And all you got was, who had any bit of charisma was uh, Hugh Grant, and he was annoying as shit. So it was just like, okay, it was kind of leaving <laughs> a bad taste in my mouth. you know. But then it did pick up when we finally get to see a little more of what Charlie Hunnam actually does. And holy fuck, he was... He was really badass, you know, uh, when he went to go pick up um, Laura. Is that her name? That, oh, that girl? Yeah, the, at the, the crack house or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, man, he he was just so imposing that whole time, you know, him versus all the punks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great. But um, I will say that, similar to you guys, my favorite portion of the film, well, it's tied. It has to be with uh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell's character, I loved him. I, I just wish... There was more of him. He, he felt like such a side character. You know, he, he was featured for a little bit, and he was there a little at the end, but he, he didn't do much, which was really unfortunate because he, he, he seemed to be my favorite character in the whole film, you know? But I think everybody really liked him. I don't think it was like... Yeah, I, I really enjoyed uh, his character the entire time. Yeah. I was just like, wow, I want to see more of that. Or I feel like there should be... If there was a sequel, he should be the prime one that should be driving it from their point of view right he's like all right after this one we're done and i was like oh i actually understood <laughs> yes. that i don't know what that, that one was about. good that one was okay i thought it was dog shit but okay <laughs> that sounded like a chinese person oh wait wait a minute actually the one thing i was really upset about what i don't know why but i feel like everybody else has an accent i understand matthew mcconaughey's character comes from the states so he does he's american right 
Um, but uh, Dry Eye doesn't have an Asian accent. He has a British English accent. Yeah. I was really mad. I was really hoping yeah. that he talked like this. <laughs> he said, now I tell you how will this all go. <laughs> and they didn't do that. And now you have to now dock Now I tell points. you a story, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Wait, why is he sound like Kim Jong-un from... Uh, Kim Jong-il from uh, Team America? Because uh, that's... <laughs> I don't know. It just that's how it just comes out. I tell you a story, Mister McConaughey. I leave. I leave the Chinese. I leave the Chinese accent to you. We should have just done this whole episode in accents. No, I would have dropped it for sure. I definitely would have dropped it. I definitely would not have been able to keep it together. I just thought of another moment. I liked it. Another favorite moment of the movie. All right, Stu. It was uh when uh. Matthew McConaughey was going to see um, George, was his name? Uncle George or whatever, in his restaurant. Oh, and he's uh-huh. vomiting. And he poisoned it, and he, po- <laughs> he poisoned him, and he just starts violently projectile vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. I thought he was dead. I was like, oh, Alka-Seltzer fil- fixes that? What the heck is that? <laughs> well, now you know. If you ever... They're <laughs> violently puking, just go get Alka-Seltzer, and they'll yep. fix everything. Or fizzies, or whatever they call them in... There, they call it something stupid. They have stupid plop, words for everything. Plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. This episode has been also sponsored by Alka Seltzer. <laughs> Man, we got rake, raking it in this episode. Wait, you guys are getting paid? No, of course not. I'm, I'm ben, hide, pro bono. ben, hide the cash. Yeah. Okay, okay. Do I think he's onto us? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hang. I'm gonna hang up, and then you hang up. Okay. We'll split the check after. <laughs> Why are you guys whispering through the microphone? I can hear both of you. Anyways, David, uh, <laughs> another thing I liked about the jet. <laughs> I got nothing. Although I will say this, um, I don't know how many movies Miramax does, but I feel like this. Something in my head makes me feel like this was a very Miramax style movie. Uh, Miramax is also the uh, production company who brought you Street Sharks. Is it? Don't lie to I'm me. Pretty sh- I'm pretty sure I saw that. Cause oh, the, oh, cause they did a uh, Pulp Fiction also. So. Oh, sorry. Nope. It starts with an M, but it's not Miramax. Mill Creek Entertainment. That was not even close, David. <laughs> <laughs> it's it has started with an M, okay? <laughs> lots of, lots of things start with M. Mighty Ducks yeah. starts with an M. Oh, also from a Miramax. <laughs> Official website, Street Sharks, still alive. Oh, oh my god. What the heck is this? Oh, they have names. Yeah, one of them is like, well, the, they named him in the second episode. The, I don't what remember it? all the Shred, all Shredder, Rips, Shred, Ripper, Ripster, Rip, Ripster, Big Slamu, Streaks, Dr. Paranoid, Paranoid, Piran, Piranoid, Paranoid. Yeah, Ripster. They named him Ripster. They coined his name. Anyways, we're not talking about Street Sharks. We we left that we left that like thirty minutes ago. That's true. Okay. Um. So, Ben, any other favorite moments that will raise your score from a what is it now a four? <laughs> yeah. Well, just because of that remark, a three. Uh. <laughs> every time you every time you verbalize something, the score goes down. Yeah. So stop saying stuff, David. <laughs> so uh, I will say that there is one scene. I don't know why I really like the scene so much, but. When they're talking about the Waggy steak, 
right? Oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, just show the fucking steak, you know? It's probably gonna look like shit. And he pulls it out, and he when he lays the first one on the grill, holy shit, the marbling on that thing. <laughs> oh, my God. I was just like, oh. Jesus Christ, are you gonna throw that away? Charlie Hunnam, are you gonna eat that right then and there? Like... I like. I thought you were gonna say his uh his like technique. God, Dave, what did I just say? Shut the fuck up! All right, now it's a two. It's, it's a, a two. two. <laughs> That's fine. Just keep going. One. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> now where are you gonna go? Negative one. That that that's the same thing in our podcast as a ten. Two. <laughs> Why are you just putting numbers up, Stu? <laughs> It's not me. This is Ben. Yeah. I'm no. I'm pretending I'm Ben. And I'm David. I mean, get <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna mention the how his comment to Hugh Grant about how it would be uh it would Waste. be like it'd be wasted on him or something. Yeah, I he had a much he had a much he delivered it much more clever than I did. I, I don't even remember anything that Hugh Grant oh. said because he was so fucking annoying. No, Hugh Grant didn't say it. Charlie Hunnam said it. Oh, Hugh Grant. Oh, Charlie Hunnam. Yeah. Fuck. But you're you were too preoccupied with the uh, wagyu steak. I was. Holy shit, that steak. Oh my god. Is that enough to bump up your score? Whew. You know what? It's back up to a to a six. It's back up to a okay. six. Nice. It, from a two. That steak alone <laughs> was worth the four. <laughs> I mean, did you see the marvel in it? Like how much fat? Mm. It looked like a good ass steak. It did. Yeah, it looks really good. And you said and it was frozen. That... Bullshit! It was frozen. Yeah, frozen doesn't bend like that. Yeah. Or maybe th- while that during the time that we're talking, you let it thoroughly thaw. You know, through uh, you know, uh, at yeah. room temperature. No, because I think he go- when he's recap recapping what happens. There's like he goes like, it was only he was only there for like the house for like. 30 minutes yeah there's no way or something like that in 30 minutes you know maybe back down to a three maybe he was just restocking uh his (laughs) supply from the freezer after he removed the already defrosted ones all right back up to a five all right i'm not gonna say anything all right let's end the episode before ben changes it anymore so (laughs) um that was it for this week's episode of dos and a half cinco's tune in next week when we will be going over episode three of Street Sharks, as well as our movie of the week, Gretel and Hansel. As always, I'm your host, David. And I'm Stuart. And I'm Ben. He really likes steak. I do. (laughs) I like it more than this movie. That marbling dough. Oh, my God. It's back up to a six. All right, we'll see you guys next time. That's as high as it's going to be ever (laughs) on this episode of Dos Navsinkos. Quick, 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 quick. We'll check you later. Okay, bye. Don't forget to tip your (laughs) Tadaki Masters. Bye. Bye. Bye.